It's like people. I also like podcasts. So yeah. Like if my friend is doing one, yeah, I'm not listening to it. And it depends. Sometimes people don't like to show love for some reason. I don't really understand that. The and, mics are on, but it, like we can start right there. And but it I don't know why. It's like a conversation, show which I like. Say again. I, I don't like any of the structure. Hey, yo, shout like out to my boy T.O.D. Shit. Look, it look, sounds look. unstructured, but it is. Tyler yeah. the man. Look at this guy, bro. We, should, we had a natural ass intro into the episode, but we'll start it. We'll start it anyway. What up, y'all? What K- up, yo, yo, yo? K-A-Z-A. No, no, shut up. Shut up. You know what I'm saying? Jungle use. I'm saying we got Emil oh producers. My God. Yeah, go you know ahead. Keep going. You host this episode. We got... Uh, we got fucking whoever the fuck is rapping in the background on the fucking mic. Yeah, is there music on the mic? We should turn that down a little bit. Anyway, all right, check, 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 mic check. All right, welcome everybody. Welcome in to another welcome. episode of probably Rabbit Hole Sessions. We'll find out. It's probably Ain't be a no little... probably. This is yeah, Rabbit Hole Sessions. Yeah, it's going to be a flame How to find out why bitches like oh my bad God. guys. I'm going to keep okay? it honest with you. That's that was, a good, actually a good ass topic. That was Beyonce, so you would have gotten sued. That was I'm Beyonce. sorry. Okay, well, that's good. I'm glad we have like an engineer in the booth, finally. We need some actual uh, technician. The most we usually have is me, right. and I have to talk, so James isn't doing shit. James is one of our co-hosts. But anyway. Were we recording this shit on GarageBand? Logic Pro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little respect on it at least. But here we are. So this is definitely going to be too flagrant. This has to go on Rabbit Hole Sessions. But we're here. This is TOD. Tyler on demand. Tyler, welcome. Thank you. Another episode. I have a couple good-ass good, good ass guys in the booth with me today. And it's not even my booth, so I, ha- I will give that up once we get there. But I do have two men in here with me that I'm happy to be with. We've been spending a lot of time. We can have... This is a very interesting intro. Yes, sir. But we have been spending a lot of good time working, working on music in the studio, doing what for we can y'all. during this quarantine. For y'all. That's a good call. Exactly. For y'all. That voice right there you hear is Young Kazi. Yes, sir. Yusuf, but goes by Kazi. Kazi. Young Kazi out of Philly. E Capital E. They call him Young Philly sometimes. I heard. I heard. Is that true? You rap Philly like that? They do call me Young Philly because I represent the city of brotherly love. Born and raised? This oh, is, chew yes, your fries first. Chew your first fries. Of all, I'm gonna chew my fries. Yes, <laughs> but don't matter if I chew them or mm-hmm. I keep them in my mouth. I'm still. Long as the message is clear. Two and five, born and alive. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's me right there. Rapper Kazi, creative Kazi, mind Kazi, aspiring producer A and R. I would say we've been working. and He's definitely been doing some good A and R producer yes, work. Sir. I would I've say. been definitely helping Tod. That nigga is up next. <laughs> he is up next. We'll Don't. definitely talk a lot more about what we've been doing soon. We also got Emil, the producer, in the studio. <laughs> in the studio, say hello to the people, please. I'm so much more white. I feel so... Oh yes, you're God. fucking white, and they're going to tell you. <laughs> like, this show is all about owning what you are, being it without apology. Rabbit hoes. So you're more you than hear, welcome. Nigga, rabbit hose. The only rabbit hoes that fuck with niggas are the bitches that don't give a oh fuck God. about oh themselves. <laughs> so Listen, coming. he's right. He's right. So I, I don't, confident he's in yourself, B, okay? He's right. So we do have Tim here. And for those who are familiar with any of my recent work, New Ways, that was me and Emil, the producer, young Tim right here. And we put those two out, party popping mm-hmm. off. Check those out on all the platforms, please. check please. them out because if y'all don't, y'all going to be late as fuck when that shit blow up. You know? like, now that's oh my true. God, I was on the way. No, the fuck y'all wasn't, bitch. And that's no, very true. Head. Y'all was on my <laughs> tape. That's going to be next to blow. Okay, I understand, but y'all wasn't on his. Which okay. I also did, right? 
That's right. That's okay, right. let's not give this nigga a meal too much credit, okay? Because this nigga still has an undeveloped be- beard. You that's feel fair. Me? Ah, that's fair. Dirty Drake, they used to call you, correct? They and did. He still eats <laughs> ass, they did. Okay? Were you there when Nick used to call him Dirty Drake? Yes, okay. Were you one of the ones calling him that? Listen. No, he was not. Yes, <laughs> from 7th no, grade to 12th grade. That's okay? how I know your cap, because it wasn't 7th grade First for you. First of all, your stink. Wait, your you had a beard. You had a beard. From 7th wow. grade. You're right. <laughs> All right, can you just interview him and let me live? I'm just going to watch. But in case the audience doesn't know, Emil and Kazi, I think, clearly have known each other for a while, the way they've just been going yes, at each sir. other. And what, I definitely want to dive into that a little bit because I've asked you guys that, you know, individually somewhat here and there, but I'd like to definitely get a cohesive story. But I don't even know what I want to start with, man, because we've been doing a lot of good shit in the past week and a half. You've been it's here been visiting Boston. It's been a lot Boston. of good shit. <clears throat> it's been like some Jay-Z, Eminem shit, like... All you old heads that been really <laughs> been craving for some, like, you know, rap to go back to the way it was. Like, yeah. we gonna give that to y'all. Mm. Because me and T.O.D., that's just a lethal combination. That's like the lethal injection in the electric chair. Like, it's oh overkill. My God. You feel me? It's overkill. it's overkill. I love that. No, me? and we have been talking about that, like, numerous times, even just before we uh, podcasting. But, like, you and I, we talk about themes pretty similar but from different views but they come together pretty seamlessly like they come together these different worlds and it's like they feed into each other and they like feed in and they collaborate in a way that isn't clashing it It doesn't clash it's not exactly it meshes so well it's just like we were meant to be on the Shit. track for each other. Shout out to producer Emil. Producer exactly. Emil linking Emil, it up. Right, That's right. where we've been at. Of course, shout outs to Nothing Emil, the producer studio. Nothing would good without the producer. Mm. Give your producers credit. Give Please your producers do. all the credit. Because I know some niggas that sound like shit without auto-tune. Okay. Many and y'all know a lot that sound like exactly. it. They're on the top forty. Like Don Tolliver, I'm sorry, Whoa. I'm not even on the scene, but <laughs> Don Tolliver, without auto tune, you would be ass. So please give all the That's credit fair. to your producers. Like they fair, do bro. not get the proper cut out of what the song produces. Ultimately, yeah. Actually, Tim, I want to hear maybe some of that from you. Is that side of production and right. that being like a really huge part of rap specifically in our era definitely like that rappers that are possible or sorry popular now and like what we're trying to be and even things we emulate i was talking with a couple not a couple i mean last episode with my co-host about film and how i noticed a lot like if you watch an avengers movie before the edits it's them in front of a green screen like they're just going like this right and they're just diving in the mats right and so so much of that like art form comes together in the post editing side of it and you wouldn't get the real feeling if you saw it raw and i thought okay but music's a little different because i think you get closer to the real real feeling even before it's produced but here you are on the producer side and you've worked with rappers who you know use production as their um i wouldn't say main part of their rap but definitely is a travis course. scott Tra- oh, you work. Yeah, Tim is working. I with work Travis with Travis Scott. Scott. Travis he Scott. Well, let me Pierre know which song Bourne. I did. Let me know which song Pierre I did. Bourne I would love to know Pierre which. Is is a Walmart. He's a Walmart Travis Scott. Okay. I was in studio with Pierre Bourne, but like, really? What, what fucking what song did I do with Travis? Let me know. I would love that. Producer Please credit. tell me. No was it on Owl Pharaoh or whatever? Me. Bro, I think half of that shit. I think my mic was turned for half of that, but we'll boost the audio. But it's anyway. not hard to do a Travis song. Yeah, it's but, really not. But the question was basically like, what is your take? on just producers getting the recognition that they deserve just in the industry in general please we've been begging now 
It was as dangerous as, bringing these guys in the booth, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm here I, for it. I, as far as producers getting their credit, it's like, I don't know, it's a hard line to follow because, like, I follow, like, the mentality of it's the rappers creating and expressing themselves. Mm. I do whatever I can to let them do their thing. Mm. And that goes, for, and that's gone for both of the gentlemen in the room who I've been hanging out with for the last week. I've let them do whatever the fuck they want. And so, yeah, producers, like, sure, they make the beat, but Travis makes his own beats. I feel like that's not fair. That's true. Like, all the shit on Astroworld, 70% of that album was probably Travis. So what is really the 70%? Role? I think 70% of that album was Travis. First of all, let's turn up the auto-tune and then it go to 40%, okay? Okay, he still produced forty uh, percent of his own album, so that means and he did. I'm sure he that did means some he did all the beats. That means he, he did. Too. So that means he did all the beats and all the fucking creative decisions that were in that album. He was that writing. Aren't, I'm sure he's that, aren't, that includes writing and includes just what the fuck the beat was doing in general. True. Which is still a ton of the he's album. Executive producer. As it's well. all vibe. Say, yeah. <clears throat> let's say he didn't though. It was other songwriters that he drew that inspiration from, like pop punk or rock and roll. You feel me? Wait, he's going that. What do you mean? He was drawing inspiration from so like rock and stuff? <clears throat> you can't say I'm mad at all. Like, that yeah. shit. Like yes, Tom Dolliver, you're tough for that, but you're paying homage to rock and pop punk, and yeah. I had to come. I had to mm. come to terms with that. When I came to artists and I, I listened to my shit and I listened to the pop punk shit, I listened to the pop shit, I listened to the pop punk shit. So I you went to go find it after you heard Don exactly. Toliver? Yo, yo, yo. Okay, we back. My bad. What the hell were we talking about? Does anybody we were remember? talking about... Uh, I don't know. We are talking about Don Toliver. Oh, the rock influence from exactly. Don Toliver. Right, right, right. We're talking about how each... Genre of music influences each other. Mm. There's no, I'm buying off of I'm like you. Like I'm not. There's no such thing as the same artists in the same genre biting off the same. You feel me? The same artists in the same genre. Like if you go to that artist, his inspiration is somebody outside of rap mm. or outside mm-hmm. of. The genre that he's rapping or he's in right now. Yeah. Like, we all draw our inspiration from something outside. and We try to make it something else. We try to make it our own. You feel me? Yeah. So what do you think about the idea of blending genres? Because I've definitely heard the sentiment of it kind of, like, dilutes the purity of the genre originally. Like, let's say hip-hop, and let's say right. someone like Post Malone, right, who, mm-hmm. may, you know, there's different pr- problems you could have with him, but let's say something where, like, some of his musical styles influence country or rock or some shit like that. What Do you, do you see that as kind of, like, a good thing because they're blending and growing, or <laughs> what, what do you think? Of course, it's a good thing because it's like, I can take something from your, I can take a lyric from your music. Yeah. And build off of that. Like, once you take something from somebody else's music and attach it to yourself and then create something else from that, that's beautiful. That's like mitosis when the cell Mm. breaks from one (laughs) and it goes into two. And from two, it goes into four. Like, you just keep creating. You keep making this different, diverse sound that, like, you can never tell where it's going to go. Do you think there could ever be a time where... It becomes so blended that almost all of music 
is like one conglomerate of everything? Or do you think there will always be like subgenres or things that would branch out? Obviously, off? yes. Every genre is going to have its own separate genre. Yeah. Genre. Um, rap is going to always, I don't care what anybody says, it's always going to appeal to the rap and the pop community because mm. rap is easier if you sing a melodic tune than actually spitting bars that make people you know, drawn and attractive. It's easier yeah. to just say a catchy, a catchy uh, catchphrase. You feel me? Yeah. And and you know, ride with. Ooh, oh careful. wow, ride with that. <laughs> <laughs> if only we had video. You know, if only. Right, right, no, right. Keep going. Keep going. I think you know. I think that's a good point. And I think um, I think rap is gonna be. It's Pop always for, gonna be lo- respected. For a while. Exactly. It's always you know? gonna be respected until you start doing the exact same thing that an artist in your genre has done. I think that's if happening you, already. Exactly, though. If you, I mean, yes, obviously, there's artists biting off each other, but that's why they're not getting that that exposure that they want because it's it's something we heard we already heard already. That's a good like, point. The, like most of the rap artists we know that are blowing up. They are doing it uniquely of their own, right? Like you can think from a like, say what you want about Drake. He's right. doing his own thing uniquely. Right? I mean, exactly. say he bites some things. Right? Nobody can ever take anything away from Drake. Like Never. he's went into dance hall, that Southern London shit, yeah. to that drill shit, to that singing on um, Marvin's room shit. Like yeah. I'm crying in the club. Bro, Drake started with like "Find Your Love." You exactly. know, like, come like, on, like, that was Drake's you biggest can't hit. Take shit from him, and now he does mob ties. Exactly. Ultimately, <laughs> right. because. <laughs> He just appeals to so many different yeah. crowds that it's just like you can't hate on him because it's yeah. just like, oh my god, you're like a chameleon. You you seamlessly fit into all these different scenes, into these si- different systems that it's just like nobody sees a difference. It's just like mm-hmm. you from your normal. I think there's something to be said about bringing genres together will be able to like also individually highlight each other right so it's like if drake does a dance hall or a drill record i think that will lead people to the actual more deep entrenched shit right it's like a conduit you is that be you but add a twist to it yeah 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 yeah. don't be the same thing like you know don't be a one-trick pony like everybody else is you know they hear the hottest thing and they try to recreate it then they recreate it, and then they're like, oh, shit, I got to follow up. Mm. I follow up with some poop shit, you feel me? It's, <laughs> it's a flop. Poop shit, a little exactly. redundant. So, <laughs> you, you know what's crazy about that philosophy is, like, I, I don't even follow, like, whenever, like, like, y'all two don't do it, but, like, I've definitely been asked by rappers where it's like, can I get some, like, some gunner shit or, like, some Travis shit? And I'm just, and I'm just like, no, like, <laughs> and not no, like, I'll try, but it's like asking me a tight beat as opposed to just asking me to send you a pack of shit that I'm, I'm going to make. Really it's totally different. The culture is the tight beats. The tight beat, like, it's changing you a lot. A beat bro. That's pertaining it's a to lot. a certain artist. Like, you're just, you're just categorizing yourself and you're blocking yourself off from potential artists that could kill your beat yeah. and blow it up. Oh. Most of the time, you can sit on Instagram. They make a tough beat and wait for an artist to blow up and then hit you and be like, yo, can I buy this beat? Yeah. And then you get on because he's buying your beat. Like, like, what's his name? Um, designer. 
Panda. 200 bucks, right? For the beat. He paid $200. <laughs> he did not. I promise he did not know that was the that was the, the uh, song that was I wonder if he up. knew he was already going to rap what he was going like to rap when he bought that beat. He was going to rap what he was going to rap. Like if he already knew did, Panda was the song. It was a throwaway song. It was like a loose. <laughs> yeah. It was just something you just ride in the car to. You feel Bro, me? that's crazy because like I... I think about that. I got beats in the tuck right now that maybe I purchased the exclusive for for like 100 or 150 that I just kind of have like some throwaway it's just, shit. It's like, that could be it. That could be it. Like, to blow up, you don't even need anybody. You just got to promote your own shit enough yeah. and to the right people yeah. that you, you feel me? Like, I think it's a good point. You don't, have, you don't have to have them connections like Drake yeah. or Soldier Boy or Party Next Door. You don't need those connections. I, or the baby, you don't need to blow up in six months and then yeah. you jump on the scene. You could just plug it. into the right person and get a verse, and you blow up. Like the Chicago, the, like the um, the Chicago free uh, freestyle on uh, Drake's new shit. Yeah. That 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 guy right there, that rap, that artist right there. I promise you, I heard maybe one or two verses from him. Right. But the fact that Drake is on his verse. It's just the same as Versace with Migos. You feel me? It's just going to propel your career forward. Like I love McConan and Tuesday. You don't. You don't (laughs) need. You just need something that somebody can latch onto. Yeah. And it's it could be an artist, a famous artist, or could be an ordinary person. It's just if you make relatable music, you're always going to be relevant. You're always going to be relevant. If you make something that people go through every single day, heartbreak, hardships. Uh, you feel me? Uh, privilege because you know it's hella yeah, people that go through that. You feel me? You make anything of that, like struggle, all that. Like it's you're gonna appeal to somebody, exactly. Anything from a point of view. You just gotta make it sound good. You feel me? Yeah, exactly. And, that, and again, that's the producer's part. You feel me? You can you can only do so much. Like I'm talking into this mic right now. I can only do so much. <laughs> but the, you feel me? The producer of this <laughs> we gonna edit it after. Add yeah, some yeah, reverb yeah. or some delay <laughs> and make it twenty times harder. You feel me? I feel you. So like. Again, that just ties into, like, it's never just the artist, you feel me? It's never just one person. It's all of us. It's a whole conglomerate as the genre of rap, hip-hop itself. We all bite off of each other, and we all make each other better, you Mm. feel me? We take one thing and make it better. I've 100% told you both that beats are expendable. Beats are expendable. Mm. I'm a... Kenny Beats said this, and I'm going to give it direct quote for Kenny Beats. Shout Kenny out Kenny Beats. Beats. Ken- Shout out Kenny Get Beats. us on your show, please. Yo, please. Yeah, we're trying to cook up. We're trying to cook up. We're trying to cook up. Bring us all in, bro. Bring in the whole team. Come on, we got you. But we got you. have to be on your Please. Until then, we'll take one at a time. Until then, I've told you both that Beats are expendable and he told me the same thing. He told the same thing. The fucking, what's his name? Fucking, it doesn't matter. And he said, like, yo, beats are expendable. Like, anyone who can make a hot beat is going to get a fucking placement. Mm-hmm. It's the matter of what the artist is going to do with it and who the artist is going to think is hot and who the artist is going to make. And if they can make something hot, that's it. My beats are expendable. Y'all have wrapped up on my beats, and I appreciate it. But my beats are expendable. You can make, you can put the same song on any fucking else's beat, and if it sounds that much better, it's gonna sell. That yeah, is but again, it's just about your oh, personal individuality point. as an artist. Yeah. So when I approach, a, so when I approach a beat, I never approach of it as, "Hey yo, I'm gonna make this gonna be." Hey yo, I'm gonna make this juice for you. Fuck that. I'm gonna make whatever sounds cool. Like if Pertain, I find it, like Heartfire, we have a song called Heartfire. It's 
You plug. it's a ju- It's not even a juice word, but it's on the long. It's on the the lines of like that. the style, okay. the kind of the chord sounds. Exactly, yeah, like, that that melody, that it's mode. It's not exactly the same, but it's derived from that. Like it came from that. So. When- when I made that beat, when he though, made that beat, it was that like, he probably thought of some little Uzi shit. So what did you think about? What, what did, did I think? It? I didn't think anything. I honestly, I was just like, yo, that harp is fucking dope. Here's a clap. Here's a snare. Here's a hit. Yeah. Here's an open. Did you have the times in it. mind? Like, did you think of did this I have, is what my contemporary sound? Did is? I have the times in mind? Sure, but not really. Mm. Nothing that I make is, yo, I have the times in mind. What sounds cool to me sounds cool to me. I'm like, yo, that's a fucking cool snare. Yeah. Is that the snare that's popular right now? No, not really. Could I use a Pierre Bourne snare? I could. <clears throat> but that's the but thing. You being different, though. And that's what's going to make you stand out. When everybody else's song sounds the same, like, ding, 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 yeah. you feel me? has the same drum pattern, and you come in with the African Congo shit, they're going to be like, <laughs> oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Like, this nigga, he... You from he put a twist on the game. Right. He got the it's same so melody, but the drums is way different. Like that's harder. Like that is just sometimes it's that small thing, like this small note or a small way of yourself. Like just anything, it just makes you pop. Yeah. Then the you feel me the the society norm. You feel me? I really honestly just be like, hey yo, would I dance to that? Or like, mm. would I? Or am I like? Does that make my head bob? Or, and with that mentality, or, or honestly, I just go, yo, that's fucking stupid. Fuck it, I'm gonna leave it there. With that mentality, though, you're always gonna be appealing to the masses, and that the party right there, and right there, that's the quickest way to start them. Right there, if you appeal to the masses, if you talk about relatable shit, yeah. that's yeah. relatable 100%. shit. You really start getting in touch to yourself. And the struggles and the hardships and the the battles you had to fight. When you start talking about that shit, people gonna really be in touch. They gonna connect to it, and they gonna put other people on. They gonna be like, "Yo, they really be speaking that pain shit, or he really be speaking that heartbreak shit." Like it's yeah. And I think right there is where you and I maybe can speak to it more, Tim. I know you dabble. I know Tim used to be a rapper. Young Emil was out Tim here Quay. rapping. Emilio, Tim excuse me. Not, I keep, let's not even do that on mic, Tim I might bleep. I might bleep Quay. out those government names. I might bleep out those government names. Tim yeah, Emilio been out here rapping, so he knows. Tim hates all his shit, and Tim quit. Let's Tim does not hate his on. shit. Global Warming, he's very proud of that shit. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, you got to track on Global no. Warming. That's right. We got to heat up the streets. It will drop. But it I, will drop. I was thinking of something... That you said, Tim, that was interesting about your beats just being expendable. And it's like, I don't ever think a verse of mine is just expendable. Right. I was thinking about that from the rapper perspective or the writer perspective. Like, I don't write something just thinking, ah, oh, this is just it's whatever. Always, and it's not, not, I'm not saying that's what you thought, but somebody. it's like, I will write some things where it's like, maybe this is more meaningful than another. Maybe this one, like, I tried a little harder in the moment, but there are definitely some where I'm like, I'll leave it on the back burner. I'll develop it later. I've never felt like this yeah. verse is just expendable, right? So and that's 70, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Tim, because you always brought that that topic up of a verse loses its innocence when you go back and try to rewrite it. No, sometimes you just in a certain mindset you're right. that your mental, you feel me? Your mental is just in and it's stuck in. And then when yeah. you get out of that and you have different flows of ideas and shit, mm-hmm. You feel me? It's different, and sometimes it's better. Let For it me, I noticed eighty percent of my beats would be a B side at best, and twenty percent of them 
maybe are A sides, and forty percent of the eighty percent is C sides. Like they're like that's just that's how I approach myself, and I don't well, know. If, then, I don't know if that's a fucking self deprecating thing or if I'm just unhealthy. Making, I'm making. You shit. shouldn't be making C sides. You should be only making A sides. The thing, I, it's not yeah. that your I'm making. Lucy should be yeah, B sides. You feel me? It's not you that should I'm never making be that. making a third place. You should be making a first place and then a backup place. You should never be making the third place. You yeah. feel me? What I'm, I'm only making things that. I like. I'm having fun, and maybe that's not the right way to approach a fucking artist who doesn't have any fucking hits. Uh-huh. And like, yeah, I made your shit and fucking party. I that was a throwaway beat. The title of that beat was throwaway. That's beat. true. It was called throwaway. That's and, true. And, and, exactly. and it became and a single. The, do I really like that beat? Single. And do I like that beat? No, I don't. I really can't. But that's the beauty of it. He he brought his own flow to it, yeah. and he a title beat called 100%. throwaway. He made it. Embraced it and made it a fucking hit. But that's not that's me. beautiful. None of that and is you me. You can take garbage. No, it is. A, a lot of that is diamond. Because I had you to have find the seventy percent of that track isn't me. It's like you know what it is. I want to compare it to seventy percent of that track. I want to compare it to a canvas that a painter paints on, but it's more than that because it wasn't blank when I came to it. It was like a canvas that already had a layer or two on it, and let me add three or four more. Right, like we made it come alive. No. In a, I think we made it come alive in a collaborative effort because even a lot of the stuff that happened to the beat maybe happened after the rest of it was like written from my side. So it's like it comes in stages. And we talked about this a little bit uh, before the podcast off mic. But it's like I think importance and this touches on a lot of things from creation to even things like protesting going on right now. With Black Lives Matter, things like that. But it's like I think importance and roles like they differ in importance at different times along the movement or along the creation path, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. I come off so def- self-deprecating that it almost seems like I'm so overly humble. No, it's really not. It's yeah. real. Like my my honest opinion of both of our songs that we put out are that was you. You wrote you wrote the fucking lyrics. That's funny. You arranged dude. it. You did the it's entire thing. It's funny because I think you, the opposite. You arranged it. You wrote it's, it. Yeah. All I did was hit record. It's funny because I, I it's, a lot of me thinks the opposite sometimes. It's, my it's like it's it got mindset. to sound like this because of Emil, nope. right? Like it got to sound like this because we got. But that's, but that's different why I think for it's me though. Effort. You went on the mic and you delivered the mic. You I'm delivered. You, you but delivered like, the lyrics. But like, let's not like let's be real. The raw doesn't sound like how it sounds now. You made the beat you know sound good. I put a fucking plug in on that. <laughs> the fuck. I think Yo. this mindset. I think this mindset is. Listen, listen. I'm with you. In Producers the terms of, gotta stop biting their own dick. No, I like, think I love. <laughs> I love like I love the production on a lot of records. I'm a big fan of that 14k <laughs> record by Excuse fucking me, Conway and Alchemist. Yes, do. do it off mic. <laughs> big fan. Big fan of that record. Alchemist killed it. Did Alchemist make that fucking record? No, the fuck he did not. No, I'm with you. I understand. I understand. And I'm, I I understand the mentality of, like, being a harsh critic and trying to hold yourself to a standard that will always enable improvement, right? And I thought that for a long time. And I don't know where it comes from, but, I like, this man, this mindset of kind of being your own worst enemy a lot of the time, where it's like you tell yourself, no, 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 that wasn't good enough yet. Or no, 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 you can do more. Or no, 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 there's a higher thing you can achieve. And I think that's a double-edged sword. One, it propels you to be like, okay, yeah, I'm, let me prove me wrong. I don't care what other people think. But at the same time... Yeah, if- some people respond positively to to like that um, poking a bear. There's two sides to it. Like me, like me. There's two sides to it. If you poke me and like, you know, 
you feel me, um, agitate me to, to like, perform to my fullest potential, like, yeah. the end pro- the end product is going to be beautiful. Bro, Kobe Bryant, like, got, he would yell at you all the time, like, he would want you to yell back. The Michael Jordan doc, like, the last yeah. dance shit, it said the same thing. But the other side of that is when you, because at the end of the day, you are the person who is with you the most, Right. No matter you what, you are your, your own worst critic. But you have to also be your kindest friend as well. That's the that's the part where I've personally got messed Balance. up. Balance. That's all life is about. It is. It is. Balance. What, 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 Balance. And it is. And I know a lot of people who think, and because it gets romanticized, and I've done it myself, I think, in rap and through other mediums as well. Definitely more than just rap. Right. But the struggle aspect and like the overcoming aspect and like the having to always have to something Disney, to overcome. They made a fortune off of the rag to riches narrative. Exactly. And and like that's not saying you shouldn't like many of us do rags to riches, especially right. in the rap we, genre. We all love an underdog. We that, exactly. That, How could you not? Right, like someone who everybody counted out, right. overcame the circumstances, and transcended and became great. Right, but it's like I think a lot of us, especially on the creative side, judge ourselves so harshly by that so that we harshly. do things that stifles we, the creativity. We make ourselves to be robots almost. Like How many things just, have you not put out because you're like? No, it's not good enough. Or like, everything, have you everything that's on my SoundCloud right now is because I was young and reckless. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. But right now, I'm strategic and I'm calc- I'm calculated. And you also know more now, which is exactly. an, a testament. Like you know, and the beyond music is recording. different from when I was a, when I was sixteen. That's true. Yes, that's a fact. It's so much different. It's, grown. That it's, it's just changed. Like, I can't make. A Lucy no more. Like, if I want, if I want attention, I gotta make something that that sounds like something that's on Spotify. <laughs> all my, all everything that I've made feels like Lucy to me, and I. That's where I like really differ in my music opinions from you, from you, from my roommates, and it. For me, I, I hate everything I do, and because of that, you know. That's just how I approach it. I let, I let whatever happens happens again. Like I said, I let y'all, I let y'all handle the entire thing because that's how I. I feel like I'm a six man, and I said this to you guys, of young Lou Will out here. And Lou Will, I play my fucking part (laughs) as long as I don't ruin. Listen, all the niggas that's faithful to their wives, I'm sorry, but two is better than one. Turn your mic. Turn your mic. Yeah, face yeah. that way. Have you been yeah. facing the other way the whole time? No. It's been okay. Okay, okay. I think it's been all right. Right? Oh. Just make sure you're... Yeah. There you go. There you go. All I fucking do is try to not fuck up. Yeah. And Shit. that's that's my approach. What do you think that mentality does for you? Do you think it propels you to be better? Do you think it propels you to be better? Or do you think like it bogs you down in any way? You know what I'm saying? I think it bogs me down, but I don't think like if I didn't think that way it would make me better. I think my I've listened to my progression and my progression is fucking great. That is maybe the most positive thing I will ever say about myself. Yeah. My progression is fucking nuts. I agree. That saying again, it's not me. Sorry, YouTube producers, your beats are expendable. Sorry, me, my beats are expendable. There are some fucking people that are great at producing that I just watched Cooked Up. But without a great artist, our beats are expendable. 
It's true because most people won't listen to just instrumentals of beats. I do because I like like listening. Rappers to shit. will listen. I know to, some like yeah. just. I know some girls. You know, I would just like listen to on their SoundCloud playlist and shit, and they like just listening to just beats. But most people will not. There's Lo Fi beats is 32, and then there's, oh, yeah. and then there's beats. I'm not talking because I have the hiccups. that are there because rappers will listen to them to rap over them. Yeah. There are not beats for people to listen to. I'm yeah. sorry, there aren't. But I think to go back to what you said about. We were talking about like A, B, C level grade shit. I don't think you make C grade shit in mind. You make shit you like, but the fact of the matter is, based like on, B-sides. based on, but that's the thing. Based on, the fact of the matter is, it's based on multiple things. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. It's based on multiple factors. One is the times we live in. One is the kind of music you like to make, and then the third is what fans expect. Right. And that's the first two are different because it's or sorry the first and last are different because the industry standard versus audience standard which are different they're intertwined they a little bit and then there's your own standard right so it's like ABC sides comes out to be more of a subjective thing rather than objective it, exactly it's something that your mind creates its own like you think your shit is ass but but people are literally waking up. And listening Listen to, to your it, music. Do you know? Do you remember? They J. start tape? their day. Think about that. They start your day to your music. Do you Tuscan remember J. Cole's one of my favorite out records? I'll take you I'll back say. further. I'll take you back. You remember and J. Cole's tape, the warm up? Yeah. You remember the warm up? Yep. yep. He yep. had yep. a song called "Fucking" where it was. Oh, dude. And of course, I'm forgetting the name. But yeah, it was. A, oh no, I'm gonna. Cut, Don't age yourself. I, I might cut this because I need to figure out the name. But it was about. Um, I see the clouds from my window. I pray the sun don't shine this way. Anybody remember the oh, song? Oh, damn, yeah, that's a long. That's anybody a remember long. that song? And then we go where the wind go. Yeah, shout out Young, J- young J. Cole. You young J. Cole. I see the sun from my window. We will cut this if we need to. Need to. Need to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, check out, check out me at uh, TOD SoundCloud, yeah, you know Spotify. You know. What's your SoundCloud? We'll plug it again, but what is it right now? I mean, it's K A Z. I mean, it's going to be a ca- capital Z, lowercase e. You feel me? You said K A Z. K A Z. I get up. Okay, there we go. That was it. That's enough interlude. I get up, but I'll take it. That is a B-side. But that's an amazing song. From the beat, from the lyrics, from the production, to everything that was done on it. So it's like, all of these, like, they're honestly arbitrary designations we give them afterward because every single song that we create and these artists create are all creations, right? Isn't it funny how the artist that blows up, right? They talk, they talk about a track that blows up and then they explain it and describe describe it in a way that it was just a Lucy almost. It was just like a oh, I'm ha- I'm having fun. And it's crazy. It's just like that's what music is now. It's not it's not it shouldn't be so much as like you're in the lab. It's almost like you're at a carnival, right? And you're just Are you saying that's what it is or that's what you want? What do you No, I'm about? I'm saying that's what it is. It's okay. just like the world is yours. The world is your your beast, as as a uh, little wing said. Your world is your beast. I'm just playing in the sand. Oh you yeah, life me? is a beach. I'm just playing in the sand. Yeah, you feel me? It's just it's just like music is what you make it, and y- your contribution is what you contribute. So like 
if you want to be that, if you want to get on and be that one trick pony and make a the baby song or the little baby song, then of course we welcome you. Like we yeah. like we okay, fuck with a that's lot cool. of those songs. Yes, we all want a song we can bob our heads to, but the real artists have longevity. Mm. Like Drake, he's been in a minute. He's been in the game for a minute. I think any art, any upcoming artist should wrap their game around that. Just just aspire to be that. Yeah. Just even sound wise and physically wise, like Drake looked like a puss a pussy at first. <laughs> like let's just be real. Like, I think he looked, slander Drake on like three other. I'm episodes. sorry. Like, he just looked. He looked like I could whip his ass. And, and we then, talking find your love Drake. Right? Exactly. Like, yeah. Find your love Drake. Like yeah, he yeah, like, yeah. he looked like he. He was in his room crying oh, about yeah, Rihanna yeah. and Easy. shit. Like you can take his girl. Yeah, but Easy. now he looked like he don't give a fuck about no joint, and he might as well take take your joint just for the fun of it. Yeah, you feel me? Just for the fun. <laughs> Drake hit the glow up. Exactly. He just hit him the, nice. He he started fucking with Future, and he just turned into oh a savage. Oh my god! You're right. Oh my god! Ever since I'm reading this, ever it's since too late, what a time to be I, alive. Ever since I'm reading this, it's too late. It feels like Which Drake one came first. I mean, it's too oh, late. You're right. My bad. My fault. I feel like ever since that album, that Drake just ate other Drake, and it's just been over. Bro, Drake hit. <laughs> it's funny because he was already in quite the glow in terms of public starlight, but yeah. he hit an even bigger diff- glow up. It was already being in the limelight. It was a different jump. Like who has made that big of a jump? Nobody that we know of. Nobody. You know what I'm saying? He was already a prominent ass star after Take Care. He made a huge jump after if you're reading. Yeah, it. shout out to Take Care because um weekend wrote that shit. <laughs> Nothing was the same as still better album. Now I'm glad I can wow. say that. Yo, Jake, if you're listening to this, yo, if you're I listening don't... to this, it's not too late. Hit yo, us up. It's no we'll hate. Feature. It's no hate from Kazi, B. Like we'll I want feature, you on bro. one of my tracks, and I want a feature. What a time like, too. Hit me. Really? I'll send like, you come a feature. On there. Let's go. Nothing was the same. Was his best album. We're not gonna even debate this. We're not gonna debate this. Nope, nope. We're gonna shut up. <laughs> I mean, if you close take the subject, it was final, definitely that shit. I, I you're care. right. You're right. You're absolutely right. But nothing but was the same as a better the we- album. The weekend, yes, your Wait, turn what is, too. What is the distinction you're making there? What then? is the better distinction I'm making? Better beats, better rapping, better singing. I think better there were songs better songs. Take care. I yes. think actually by I'm, a sizable amount. <laughs> then what? Then what? Take I care, actually think there take were care a versus good what? We think we think I'm take care is a better. Right we now. think the song Wait, take, take care, care versus what? Too much. I'm not rolling with that. I'm pulling up the, the I don't, versus nothing I don't believe was in the that. same. We're just talking nothing songs. was the same. Take care. Songs. That's not even a rapping. That's not even a conversation. We talk about this off mic. We won't mention the rapper, but we talk about this off mic. We talk about songwriting versus Yo, TOD, don't even get the fans involved with this. They know they're going to get upset that we're. We're entertaining this here, shit. Bro. We'll sessions. go track by track. We'll go track by track. Nothing was the same versus Take Care. I I don't agree with him at all. I think Take wow. Care is better. Nothing was Listen, the same. Listen, if you're a true core TOD right. and Kazi fan, you know damn well that. Hold up. Okay, we back. We back. We back. Sorry, we had a little mic default, but in our break, yeah, I still Emil, the hiccups. producer, brought up Drake is the best rapper of our generation. Hundred percent. Yo, let's be real. What's the, what's the touched, consensus on he that? He touched dancehall. Mm-hmm. He touched that pop shit. He touched that rap shit. Yep. He touched that southern lunder shit. Yep. Southern like, lunder. Yeah, oh lunder. Not yeah. even London. Lunder. The Lunders. Okay. <laughs> like you just gotta give it up to him. Like anybody that beat. Beast with him, they're obviously trying to boost boost their own career. Like, 
his beat selection alone, like his beat selection, his flows, his voice, his impact on the culture is ridiculous. There's and the no fact way that he's funny. He can make a serious track and then he can make a funny ass Listen, track. I love Drake. And I love Kendrick for that matter. You will not get any Drake hate from me. We love Drake over here on Rabbit Hole Sessions. Definitely. Yes, yes, yes. I, we said something earlier that, uh, I mean, I don't know how long ago because we've cut in and out of the podcast, but we talked about just YouTube and you mentioned how, like, just labeling your beat a certain way will kind of shape rappers mindsets and how to look into it and it's just interesting to think about how youtube and even streaming and shit i mean that's a whole different conversation but youtube like has shaped rap right right like type beats mike 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 check all right mike check the type beats type beats we back again sorry for all technical difficulties folks so type beats yes they um obviously they had a pros and a cons pros you you get actual you get actual um, artists that you label your beats after, after to listen to, and they, they themselves can confirm that if they're, you know, that actual type beat or, like, no, this, this is an imitation, you feel me? Also, it, the con is you you uh, shoo away other artists that can add a different sound to your beat because... Because they don't listen to Drake, but you titled it as a Drake type beat. You feel me? So anybody that even kind of loosely tries to be Drake, they're also coming exactly to you. like it's it's just like I would just name it the beat. I would just name it the beat. Like you don't know no type anything. Just put it the title that you put, and then just have it go up as it goes up. Like once you start titling things, and once you once you start categorizing things, you. You block off other people's, um, you know, like mm, access to it. Exactly. Even the algorithms, like they change it. That's why, like, you just block. You just block that that sign for them, like that um, that ad. Basically, you block that. If it like you feel me, if an ad for them comes up as a Drake type and they don't listen to Drake type beats, like, you know, they just gonna go right through it. Like you know, it's just it's just I it's a. as a producer, I would want the most exposure as I can get. So I would just name my beat what I name it. And it's going to blow up anyway because producers nowadays, they they get thousands of subscribers subs, ah, subscribers a day. Just, just because you got a nice-ass beat, you don't even got to put that beat behind a like a rap. Sometimes you can put that as an intro to people's you know YouTube channels, yeah. and it's it's it's, cra- it's yeah. crazy. Like it's, you can really make money off of this internet shit. Like it's it's so like social media has like advanced so much since I was a freshman. Yeah. Like I was I didn't even and have an Instagram. Up, like, exactly, I didn't even grow. I didn't even have an Instagram as a freshman. Like ninth grade, I didn't have an Instagram. Like my sister. Had when she was younger than me, like I was just like, what the fuck, like fuck, I don't want to post pic- pictures, but like people and are look bored. How intricate it yeah, is. exactly. People are bored. They sit around the house and do nothing, and or they just they're doing something and they get bored and they just go to social media on, at yeah, that yeah, time. Yeah. Like, Let me throw on the versus battle. Exactly, right now. that's your time to shine. Like it's it's so crazy how far social media has gone and how much it influences music like the industry and the creation not only the business side but the creative side like you've been saying in terms of 
labeling your beats a certain way because when you said you want you would prefer like the most exposure and shit for a lot of people that does get the most exposure because of how the algorithms work on youtube mm -hmm. on instagram how you cross promote them how blah 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 when you try to funnel it towards these certain channels it's maybe not even the most people will see it but maybe it's like the most people that will engage with it will mm -hmm. see it so it's like these super targeting you know like hashtag campaigns and things like that but the reality is what we grew up on as what like a rap star was is kind of right. over Right, like for yeah, us, right, maybe right, right. Drake we is the last adjust. one. We gotta adjust, and that's the crazy. We thing, have to man. think more like an Uzi or a Kodak mm -hmm. who blew up off SoundCloud, and less like a Drake who got signed. And we can't make and long behind songs anymore. Like we gotta make. Which sucks, bro. I like long. The songs. longest, the longest our songs can be is like three minutes and thirty seconds. I like, like long songs. Yeah, like man. once it's more than that, like people that's obviously bad. are gonna expect a feature on that song, yeah. or they're just gonna skip through through it and go through the next shame. song or go through the next artist like so what do you so actually let's go on that a little bit then because I'll, let me give my input and then maybe i'll ask you because i like to make longer songs and sometimes i think i rely too much on what's being said in the song to carry it out right and i know a lot of the stuff that we've been making recently i've tried to if i like switch up some flows or I switch up some sounds it's maybe in pockets of like two bars four bars mm -hmm. here and there maybe like i bring it back so and so so it's like you keep them engaged mm -hmm. with some little things that surprise but you keep a consistent theme throughout and that's the beauty of working with other artists mm. like it's you give your fans your side but then you give them a taste of a side that they wouldn't even discover yeah. on their own they don't have to do anything you take all the work from them and put that artist on your song, and so they don't have they to go. It. They don't have to go search for that n new sound. Yeah. You put that new sound on your song, and then you have that that artist continuously featuring on your song. It's just like you're you're bringing yourself your this new clientele that you didn't work for at all. You just it's just gravitating because your decisions like you're just making better. You're just making not better, but you're just making um. Business, you're making executive yeah. decisions. You're expanding. Like, exactly. Like, it's, instead of, you know, trying to perfect your own, like everybody wants to do, perfect your own crap, you obviously want to incorporate everybody else when you do that. You feel me? You 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 draw from other artists. Like, whether you know it or not, when you, when you listen to a different song that's not yours, like you draw a sound and then... When you go to rap, you 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 feel me? You you imitate that sound almost. You incorporate that sound into your flow and your style. Yeah, you feel me? It's I, I was gonna bring that up in the type beats. Actually, I was gonna be like, no, I was actually gonna think the opposite of you of like, yeah, you're original, but really the fuck you're not. Like you, like even subconsciously or way in deeper subconscious, like you're copying somebody. Mm. Like, and that's not a knock on you. That's more like yo, music can only. I'm in the opinion of music can only go so far. Like, we're going to hit a peak at some point. And I think right now, low-key, we're in that peak. I think it's I a think, knock of the framework. Exactly. I think the framework can only go so far until mm. that absolute creative mind, which I am not, is going to break the fucking sound. There, there are things that broke the fucking sound. DJing into hip-hop beats broke the fucking sound. Fucking... Early R&B broke the fucking sound. Even the southern early trap and early stuff that rules now that started in the south. Fucking the early blues broke the sound. Like, it's just how something's going to break the sound. And unfortunately, we're not that generation. 
two generations after us, I think might break the sound. I think we're the conduits who are, who are for people who are going to break mm, the sound. Which I doesn't mean that, like which I'm okay with that. Which doesn't mean that there isn't greatness to be found 100%. in our generation. I've I've earned my place. I know what my place is, and I'm willing to play my part. And greatness is acting where we are, but thinking towards the future and trying to allow for that conduit to exist where the bounds can stretch and it can elevate to another level. There was something what you we were just saying about what were you just saying before we got into that conversation about um what he brought up. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry, I've been holding my breath like no, I know y'all been wow. hearing this, these hiccups like this for is two a hours. This yeah. is a classic of rabbit hole sessions. We often forget where we were. But it was about YouTube beats, Drake. Let's bring it back. About how like you just close off like a cert like a, a audience that you could yeah, like pa- could oh, appeal to. Fuck. Yeah, it was that past that. Oh you my You don't gosh. appeal to no more because you labeled your beat. Once you label your beat as a certain artist, it's I'm not gonna say it's over, but like you're 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 limiting yourself. You like it could be so much more. Like somebody could listen to your beat and ha- have a, a way different approach than Drake or Juice Word or Trippy Red or or the baby. Like yeah. it's just name, just label your beat, which what you think it is, and I I, I appreciate those art those um producers that add a meaningful beat or a meaningful name to their beat because I then it the gives names. you We've something to this. build on. Like if it's about if your beat is named Pain, like they're they're gonna go in spitting some pain shit. But if you go in talking about some Drake type, um, ride. Wave shit, yes, we get Pound those. Cake type yeah, beat. we yeah, yeah, we get that they talk pain shit, but they're gonna think of their hot shit. They're gonna think of their their mainstream hits. You know, hotline bling, pray for love, hard on hard on nice, you feel me? And right? I want that emotion or that feeling from the producer or from the beat maker because then it truly feels like a collaborative process and that's when I feel like art is its strongest, is when it's a collaborative exactly. we're building something together. Like, like I was telling you, when you were when you recording your tracks and I and I'm listening to him, and I'm like, wait, man, like you you should punt you should say this yeah. instead of that. That's beauty. It is. That's beauty because we get to work on it together. Exactly, and I'm not even doing nothing. Nobody knows I'm doing nothing. They all think it's you. All the credit goes to you. But the satisfaction for me is that I helped create something that everybody else likes. And there should be no shame in that. And I think rappers often put too much ego in it and too exactly. much like, oh, if I don't do it 100% me, then it's not real. It's like, or no, like bro. I would be like, or or like, or our um artists. Be like, yeah, I helped him with that. No, like, I don't want any credit. I just want just me I and want you. I just want it to be. I just want to be between me and you. Like, right? Yes, we both did this. Yes, we both worked on this. That's I don't need nobody else to work. Like, I know when you get on and once yeah. you talk about the song, you're gonna be like, yeah, yeah shout out to my nigga Kazi or shout out. Like, we're gonna show the love from me. Exactly. As like, long as you bring the foundation. That's what I respect. Exactly. And I'll, I could like I could never hate on anything past that. So I got a question. Let me ask. So like talking about your box, do you think Murder Beats could ever make a boom bap beat? A boom bap? I think any producer can make any so beat. So do I. Be- 
just because I feel so like Murder most Beats producers, put himself, you're talking about people that put themselves in a box. So Murder Beats has made an infamous career or a famous career of putting himself in a box of Migos. Well, yes, yes, do you think definitely. Migos, do you think he can make? Dude, yes, definitely. Do was working for you. Do you think but he can make again, a good Zelda beat? That's going to work. That's going to run out for him eventually. He's going to have to do what Yachty is doing instead of rapping, making comedic or other things or feel, other yeah. things. He's going to have to step out his comfort. Murder Beats has made beats. Hot beats for five years. Do you think he could for ever five, make, five years? Do you think he could? But try, try another five years. That's a long time in today's generation. Do we think he could? Do we think he could ever make a song with Conway the Machine? I think. Maybe? I think like he said, any producer can make any beat. I think if they really tried and wanted to go outside their box. Me as a producer, I, I, don't, make, I don't make type beats, so I can't be that guy. Be and I think like, a producer has more leeway than an artist to try different things. 100%. Of course. So it's like, 100%. I think it's much actually easier for a producer to try. Because producers get bored. We get bored. And nobody's going to like even think about it. Like if you switch up and exactly. make Just the simple fact beat, that you just assume that the producer is working with so many different artists that he has so many different sounds that he heard that he has so many different beats that he can offer you. I'm going to be honest. I don't think Murder Beats can work with Conway. I'm going to be 100% honest. I don't want to hear Murder Beats and Conway song. I really don't. I think it might be I'm high. cool. I'm very Listen, high. I'm giving it a chance. His name is Murder Beats. Oh. He's going to murder the fucking beat either way. No, He said that with the hard R. He's going to murder the fucking beat. I'm going to listen to it, but like, I'm going to be like, I'm 90% going to be like, yo, this is ass. 100%. I mean, maybe. It might be ass. It might be ass. But like, why do I got to put myself through that? You don't. You can just skip to the next song. That's not saying that people don't have lanes. I think we all have lanes, definitely. But I think the idea... The problem is when people get scared to step out of those Exactly. I think the idea of not even opening yourself up to other options, which, listen, we both know, all three of us know some rappers that, like, we don't have to say on mic, but I think are afraid to step out of their box. And I think... I I don't know whether that's a conscious or subconscious thing, but I would love if they did more and that we could create some cool shit. But that's something you kind of have to let people take in stride as they go and just Mm -hmm. hopefully influence... I try by action. By the way, Kazi he's trying to throw action. shots at me. Like, if y'all wasn't... I would have just said you. If y'all wasn't You're him, right. You're right, but chill. I he just, just wants said me you. to be more heartfelt instead of savage, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, we all have areas to grow. Let's put it that way. Right, right. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, like, I can't talk all that shit when it's a lot of anger. You feel me? So us three could talk about course. music. Let us three could talk about music and the industry for forever. What, okay, what, else, what yeah. else do you have? What else do you got for me? I need to take a break because I have to pee. So I do too. I have to break. fucking commercial break. Piss like a, a fucking a fire hydrant with a loose knot. Okay. Because some people can't handle their liquor. Broke the seal too early. Oh. I'm chilling. Hey Kazi, heard they want mo flow. Kamikaze, hitting me low blow. Daily departed, when they leave we call mo. Yeah, we the hardest, duo never seen before. She modest, set behind closed doors. Free goddess, stripping to no close. You niggas fake, like you wearing Timbo's. You gonna break your back, crossing that line, limbo. Understand, y'all can't match me. On demand, but still can't catch me. I'ma hand off shit like track me. On a jump off trick, like athlete. Yeah, snort that white shit, call that bitch snowblow. 
butter, screen complexion, cocoa. Ayy, thirsty nigga, you ready to finger anybody he knows like nose goes.